That's a goal for me in this game. I said I wanted to finish the game when I started and why ain't somebody that I really would like to finish the game with. Even if we finish with respect of him still being my son, that means more to me than the money and the music. I don't give a f about none of that. I care more about our relationship, and that's what I want to hear. ESPNW presents Be Honest with Carrie Champion. Hey, everybody, it's Carrie Champion. Welcome to another edition of Be Honest. That was Birdman, a.k.a. Baby, talking about his relationship with Lil Wayne. He used the words heal. I need to heal that relationship. I will heal that relationship. That was good to hear from me. But what I know, I'm not in the game. I don't know the business. But what I do know is that it seemed heartfelt. It seemed as if he really, truly does want to work on this relationship that has taken so many ups and downs, so many emotional highs and lows well documented you know what's going on with them how will it end up i asked him about that i asked him about tony braxton you know how like and i explain this you know how like you date a guy or you meet a guy and you think he cool and you know he may or may not have a girlfriend you're not for sure you think he does but you're not really for sure and then you say hey you got a girlfriend lol you out you get that response ladies you text a dude and be like you got a girlfriend lol you out what you doing now you know what that means when they hit you with LOL, you wild, what you doing though? Yes, but I'm not going to answer that question. Yes, because I'm trying to holler at you too. So that's what we get. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm hearing when I asked about Tony. I didn't stop though. I was relentless. Uh, sit back, relax, enjoy another edition of Be Honest. Y'all know that me and Jamel went on vacation about a month ago. And uh, we were in Fiji and it... Somehow, I don't know how it came up, but somehow we were like, tell us about some of your greatest interviews. And she was like, by far on his and hers, Birdman has been one of our best interviews. And I said, why? She was like, because he's just so damn real. He's so honest. And we didn't talk about no sports. For people who are nerds of sports and we can give you stats and we can tell you our opinions and you can argue them down. We do like to talk to other people who just are from outside of our industry, if you will. So without further ado, we welcome Birdman to the podcast. It's an honor to be on your show. I'm such a fan. You say that. Why are you a fan? Um, I just I watch you from first take, and I just see how you you must put a lot into your craft, and that was intriguing to me that you you know keep making moves and making steps. And well, to me, I said this during a commercial break. I was like, we're the same. We hustle, but just differently. Like, I do it the same exact way you do it. I, I uh, it's all it. It's all the hustle, right? It takes time, dedication, sacrifices, and I get that. I really appreciate to see anybody that does that. I thank you for that. That means a lot to me. I, you never know who watches you or who's a fan. I was telling you I'm a fan and I, and that we're nerds and we get to meet you guys and we, <laughs> we geek out. We were like, we cool. That's my homeboy. Baby and I, we chill. We chopped it up. I was just like, what up, what up, what up, what up? So I, um, I kind of got in your business and I'll just get right to it. Straight to it. Best friend and I watching, um, Tony Braxton's show, the Braxton's. And here you come in. The segment I saw, the show I saw, is that... Um, that was your first time seeing it? Yeah. Well, I've seen it a few times, but I get, it's so hard for me to watch TV. So she had it on repeat on, on her DVR. She loves it. She's a fan. She's like, you got to watch this when Birdman came out on stage, just real smooth-like. <laughs> and then he came to the restaurant, just real smooth-like, yeah. and left. And it was in, and it was out. And she whispered something. And I was like... Are they together? And I was watching it. I was like, they cute. What's going on? Are they kidding? I can't tell. 
Then I asked you, and you hit me with LOL, you wild. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 Okay, so are y'all together or friends? Been friends a long time, and we friends. We're gonna be friends. She said the same thing. It's my friends, my homegirl, my friend. She's like you know we've been in each other's lives for a long time. She's my friend. Are you shy? Um, some people tell me that. I don't think I am. I could be super arrogant if I feel like it, but I think, you know, I'm quiet. I'm a quiet person. So you guys have been friends for a long time. She said the same thing. So do you guys discuss it? Like when people ask us, are we together? The company line is we're friends. We've been friends for 17 years. Definitely. So are you more than friends? What kind of friends? We're friends. Solid, like, solid friends. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna play. We're gonna play with our adjectives today. So solid friends, like friends, like hey, what you doing? Come over, let's watch a movie and have some popcorn. Friends, like I have never taken a vacation. Do you want to come with me to a secret island? What kind of friends? <laughs> my friend, my like, my friend, my homegirl, like. She, I, felt I got some, her back. She got my back. She my friend. I felt some chemistry. I felt some. Some something special. I felt you some, felt it. Yeah, I felt through. I was like, there might be some <laughs> sexual tension here. Uh, am I wrong? That's my friend. Okay. Man. <laughs> he hit me, y'all. He giving me LOL. You wild. <laughs> you're not. You're not gonna answer. She's cool. She's super cool. As my friend, I got the most respect for her. She like one in a million. My friend. She's she's actually um, a beautiful spirit. I love Definitely. her on that show. The whole family. The whole family. The mom especially. I love how they respect her. Definitely. And she is the matriarch. And I love the way they interact with each other. I, like, I mean, sisters fight, but I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Family it's, values. It's family. Yeah, I mean, they got the right word for it. Family values. So now that we got that out of the way, but didn't, I'm, I'll move on to my, my next topic because you ain't giving me. I, y'all look, after the podcast is over, I'm going to be like, let me see your phone. What is she under? So when you're dating famous people, do you do you store them under their name? Is it like TB or is it just like Tony? Or is it just like T? You know, I'm, I'm from New Orleans, so we talk with a slang. So uh. everything is short. So it'll be a... A initial or something. Uh-huh. Now, what if you meet two T's? How do you know which one you're talking to? We just put a slang. You know, we just put a slang with everything. Okay. So it'll be short. We don't say the whole word or the mm-hmm. whole sentence. We we short. That's why I guess people be hard to really understand how we talk sometimes. No, I understand you clearly. Definitely. I understand everything you're saying. Without a doubt. Without okay, so we... <laughs> we <laughs> I'm gonna get the phone. I'm gonna see T Bra, and I know that's her T B R A. That's not it. Like he, like you ain't getting in my phone. <laughs> you, why are you? Why are you laughing at me? He is laughing at me, y'all, because I'm no, being super cool. Though. I, I'm being a true chick, though. Women, we're investigators. Like we be, oh, we yeah. try to get y'all phones, y'all yeah. codes. Why? why? You tell me, you answer that. I have yet to get a code, but I w- it's not beneath me. But you me. will go on the I phone. I would. I will. No, 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 no. I won't go on the phone because there's something about me that feels some type of way. But if you leave your phone in You'll a room, look at it. Oh, for sure. Like, why? I don't know. I'm asking you, why are we so nosy? Can I tell you something? Go ahead. We hate that shit. Yeah. Hate it. You should. What yeah. the f- is you, you doing touching my phone? <laughs> why? Why do we do it? Don't touch it. Why do we know? I, I wouldn't touch yours. I, but listen, why are we so nosy? Here's the deal. Your yeah, phone could be right here, and I won't pick it up. This, I mean, I do because I- I got curiosity kill y'all. Yeah, I just be like, and I just look over with an eye and be like, oh, like that. I go like, really? play it off, yeah. And then I just meet. I mean, I'm not gonna be all like, "What's your code?" I'm not gonna break into. I'm not gonna go in your bathroom and look at your cabinets. You're gonna peep. Isn't that natural curiosity? 
I guess that's the nature from a woman, the curiosity, but I don't. If I keep my phone next to you. I won't touch it. You see a bunch of texts popping up. You're not going to look? Uh, I mean, I... If it's in my face, but I, don't, it ain't, I ain't gonna get. In, I ain't trying to see what's going on like that. Yeah, if it's in your face, though, you will just kind of look like at the screen. If like that, I'ma trust and we gonna believe in each other from the gate. So I ain't gonna be all in your mix like that. You're not gonna be like, oh, okay. I, I see don't want to see what you got going on. That because sometimes when you look for shit, you, you find. find I need the exact of what I am: smart, nerdy, but still a thug, yeah, right? Geez. We back. Thugs, back. Thugs yeah. is, y'all ain't never been out of style. We ain't never went out of style. Y'all ain't ever went out of style. We got kind of off the radar, but mm. we ain't never going nowhere. You know how you like a guy that got a little bit of edge? I'll be like, don't look at my phone. you be like, oh, okay. Well, I'll, I won't. <laughs> but, you, but you want to. But you need somebody to kind of put you in place. But just if you tell me bit. that, I'm going to do the opposite. If I say what? Don't. If I say look at my phone, you're going to look at it? No. If I say don't look at my phone, yeah. then you're going to look at it. Yeah. Okay, why? Because you're telling me what to do. And you don't like it. I can't take it. Yeah. You I'm, gotta... a, I'm a nature of a boss, so I'm used to giving orders, not taking them. So does Tony receive your orders well? <laughs> you see, you know <laughs> I was going back go. there. You know I was going back. <laughs> LOL, I'm wild. You're not going to tell me? I'm cool. We straight. <laughs> <laughs> you wild, man. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Let's talk some sports. Okay, so Res- you like Westbrook. You know why you like Westbrook? Westbrook is like you. Yes, he fierce. He don't care. Like when he out there, I just see a young man who just really wanted. He he trying his best. He give his all. Um, he dedicated to the game. He seemed like he sacrificed a lot. He had to sacrifice a lot to be who he is. Um, just my favorite player. I just think that. The position he in now, he just got to show who he really made of. And I understand that because I done been in positions where you got to rise. Um, not having Durant, he going to have to show what he made of. And I honestly feel as a player and as a man, he going to stand up. That team ain't going to just go under. He going to keep it up. So if you had a choice to pick between Durant and Russell Westbrook to start your franchise, who are you taking? I would take Westbrook because he's my favorite. Um, and... To me, he's more grounded. Um, you, you know, Durant is my friend. I don't have nothing against him. Um, you see that he made a move that I have me thinking twice about what I'm trying to do with my franchise. So I would definitely go with Westbrook because I think we could build both of them. You could build around him, but I think Westbrook just a dog. I say that he has this um, killer. Like this assassin quality that you don't get to see that much. I can I can count on one hand who I think had that in the league. Um, MJ, uh, Kobe, that's a couple of more. But that I'm fighting for every point. I really don't give a f- what you say about Definitely. me. Like, and I think he's such a him. great defender. He he don't let no f- just lock down. Look what you saw what he did to Curry. Mm-hmm. Just bodying that boy. Like, <laughs> Get out the way, little boy. You're too small for me. He been doing that to them. You know what I mean? So I just think this year going to be a real turning point for him. And um, I don't think you should underestimate what they possibly could do for this year. So Kevin Durant makes the decision to go to Golden State. It sounds as if it was a last-minute decision from people I've talked to, like literally a last-minute decision. But your thoughts when you hear that he's teaming up with the team that beat him in the conference finals? I wouldn't, me personally, I wouldn't judge it of him teaming up with them. Maybe he's feeling it's the way the game go now. Maybe um, there's a closer way for him to get him a ring up. You, you never know what his mindset was. And really, you know they're going to be sharp together. Damn, that, 
them folk, them five, that's a hell of a team, man. Super team. going to take somebody with some real gift to beat them dudes down that stretch when they really count. I think they are special. I think they're not just the big three. They're a super team. No, nah, that's a super team. Right? That's like some, I mean, even the move LeBron made to Miami, I don't think it's. It doesn't match it. You're right. To this, to this magnitude of what they got. Curry is one of the best players, best shooters to touch the ball. You understand that with Thompson, yeah. Green, and now you for and this boy Durant is a needle sharp shooter. It's, it's not fair. Nah, it's not fair. I got to figure it out. Somebody yeah. got to figure it out. Do you think that um, you talk about LeBron making the move to Miami? I interviewed Dwayne and I asked him about being the first big three, if you will, of their era, the team that got all the attention mm-hmm. and. And what was the advice he gave KD? He said he told KD just to be himself. Don't listen to the critics. That's the only way you're really going to succeed this first year. And I, and I thought to myself, is that what he needs to do? Because I feel as if KD is always worried about what everybody else is thinking. You can speak to this. Do you care what people think about you? Not at all. I can't let that dictate what I'm going to do with my life and how I'm going to live my life. Um that never fazed me when anybody feel because I got to wake up in the morning and still take care of my business and my family. So that never moved me at all, no kind of way. How do you ignore the critics and, and remain successful? Stay focused. I don't even pay no mind or no attention. You got to just keep striving for what you believe in and what you what you after, what your choice, what your goals, what you're trying to achieve. I never let nothing sidetrack me. Only thing could pull me from what I'm trying to accomplish is God. Uh, something drastic happened to my family to sideball me, but I'm going to still continue my mission. What makes you uncomfortable? Um, I don't know. I mean, just I'm not comfortable with being in a, uh, family setting it, it makes me feel weird because I never had a family and I'd be proud to see families be together like that but I just can't take it I have to I can't be around it too much it makes you uncomfortable very so a family setting would be you and everybody sitting around a dinner table a wife and kids not, or um, not not like that I guess watching being around other people's family okay you know, um, I come from a broken family, so when I got my kids and my family, that's like uh, my children, um, just other people's family that make me feel uncomfortable. I, I can relate to that. I'm uncomfortable with being around people that I don't necessarily know if they are cool with me. I don't care what they think, but I don't like to be in a room where people just want to sit and judge me. I don't want to be around that. that. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. You walk Psychic. In. No, you, energy. Energy right. speaks, right? Real talk. Talk. You you feel how people feel about you, no matter what they say to you. You feel Why it. Why wouldn't nobody dig you though? You too. Oh, listen. I can see a hater though. They got haters all over, but don't they? Well, how do you? And then you, I, you embrace your haters. I don't give a f- about them. <laughs> Basically, personally, but it motivates me. Yeah, you understand me. I always felt like I've been the underdog, so that's a motivation by itself. At the, even now, you feel like you're an underdog. Um. Yeah, I feel like I'm an underdog because I don't feel like um, all that we have accomplished um, get the respect that it deserves. But, I mean, to me, that I ain't done doing what I'm doing. Why don't you think it gets the respect? Uh, maybe it got other pioneers who did what I'd done before me, but none of them have accomplished what I have in this game. 
And um, I ain't looking to be praised behind it. I just feel like my time ain't done yet. So I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing. Do you think people realize you are the genius that you are? I don't, I don't get it. No, nah, not not at all. But it still makes me feel like I have so much more to do. I'm, I'm, I feel like um, I'm in love with what I do. I feel like it's nothing more I want to do with my life and my life. And I ain't done with it. I love it. I'm going to keep doing it till I'm tired. So you discover, and you just, you change the dynamic. Sold a billion records worldwide. No one ever did it. No one. Not whoever started hip-hop, however long we've been in this game. No one have ever touched the numbers I have touched. The records we sold have never been. I don't see nobody in the game at this point right now that ever would touch it. I don't see them alive. Maybe later on in life, but I don't see them. I'm not saying I don't see them personally because what I do, I don't see that individual who have that kind of brand, that manpower, that kind of machine, that much dedication, and then put in that much sacrifice to put up the numbers we have and have that kind of artist. How yeah. you, speaking of your artist, how you spot your talent? Talk about YG. It's Talk just about a Nikki, gift. Lil Wayne. What is it? It's what you gift. feel? You see him? You hear him? Everybody at you. I hear my mixtape. Listen to it. I just something I could just see and feel. Like Jack Queese, um, who I think gonna be a big star. Um, letting on with the Wayne Drake and Nicki and all the other talent we have. I just something that I was able to see and I was able to take a gamble with. I wanted to. I thought they were stars the first day I met them. So. I won't put my all into them. I wanted to make them. I wanted to get them a chance to create their picture and let them be a star and not just get out the way and support them and let them let their vision paint the world. How did you take me back to growing up in Louisiana? How'd you grow up? Wow. Really? Um, Mom's passed when I was young. How young? I was two, maybe three. Um, my pops passed. Um, my sister took us away. I went lived in Canada for a few years. When I came back, um, I stayed in a boy's home for another couple of years before my pops could get us back. Um, I, the streets raised me, basically. I've been in the streets since a kid. The streets raised me, but um, when I got incarcerated at a young age, it changed my life. Once I read the Bible, it made me want to do something different with my life. I wanted to be somebody and I came home with the mentality of let's do something different because I really grew up in the streets and all kind of just being a young man in the project just doing wild dumb shit that ain't make no sense but when I came home I, I used you know I always been a leader I never been a follower so when I came home I just put that mentality of being a leader in a positive way to try to do something different and I chose music how music? Why music? Were you always a fan of music? Did you always knew that you had an ear for music? Well, my little brother, he got killed. Um, he was into rap. And I grew up in a barroom because my daddy had a barroom. So, um, and I always was into music. But more or less, my little brother who got killed really made me want to do it even more so. So I just chose um, music and cash money records. And I gave my life to it. I gave my soul to it. And it worked out. It's just that you make it sound, I know it wasn't simple. I know it wasn't that easy. You just chose I make music. it look easy, yeah. but it's hard as f***. This game is crazy. You got billions of record labels all over the world. Billions of them. And we probably the, the best doing it. You got a billion people trying to start labels and rappers. and. What's the recipe? How do you do it? You can't share? Stand grounded. Um, I can't. 
bring what I did in the past, but for me, just being grounded and having to know the best talent in the world. I got drill the best talent in the world and developing new talent that I figure could be the next best talent in the world. But for me, just staying grounded, I ain't never chose nothing else but this. I stayed focused on just this path when everybody else had stopped f***ing with it at some point. Yeah. And that was our rise to another level because we was already had risen when everybody else was doing their shit, but everybody fell off and I'm like, what the f***? Ain't yeah. nobody around no more. Stay with the game. You know, everybody won't rap. Nobody won't be a CEO no more. I, just, I try to tell them, man, we need more CEOs, man. Everybody won't rap. That shit ain't for everybody. You're a CEO. How do you, okay, so I think about how you manage people. Like, so I'm at a point in my career where it's about not what I do, not my product, but mm-hmm. how I manage those around me. Definitely. You have to deal with different egos and personalities. And you guys won't always get along. And and sometimes relationships I, end. I have the method for that. What is it? For my craft. Um, you, I don't try to bump heads with my artists. I don't bump heads with them. What they want, I give it to them. And for as negotiation, I don't fight with them. I give it to them. And for as being an artist, I think that was one of my blessings to be an artist. I understand an artist. So I don't get in their way. Whatever you want to record, whatever you want to shoot, whatever you want to paint, however you want to do it, I don't get in their way. I let them do whatever they want because I believe in them. I don't care how much it costs to let you be who you want to be. I believe in them and we'll live or die together and I don't get in their way. I let them do whatever they want. How do you feel about the relationship you have with Wayne now? Um, I'm a heal that. Um, still my son. I don't like how a lot of this shit went down. Definitely don't like a lot of shit he have said. Um, but at the end of the day, I would never in my life say nothing negative about him. I won't be a man if I could say somebody my son and I could speak down on him. That's not a man. I look at him as my son, and um, I won't finish the game without Wayne. Even if he stay with me or go do whatever he want to do, I got to I respect him as a son, and um, I'm going to fix it. And whatever happened after that, we're going to just let it be. But I'm going to always respect him as a son. I love him as a son, and I would never say nothing negative about him ever. So I like that you said you're going to he- heal that. Definitely. Are you in the process? You thinking yeah. about it? It's something I'm going to do. Um, a lot of shit going on, um, and we definitely talking for his, his end and my end. And um, that's some that's a goal for me in this game. I said I wanted to finish the game when I started, and Wayne's somebody that I really would like to finish the game with, even if we finish with respect of him still being my son. That means more to me than the money and the music. I don't give a f*** about none of that. I care more about our relationship, and that's what I want to hear. On the other side of the break, um, I talk to Birdman about the different artists that are out here. I ask him, is Drake the best in the game? And by best, I mean, is he better than Biggie? Is he better than Pac? Is he bigger than Jay? Is he better than Jay? Is he bigger than Ye? His take after the break. Back in a moment. Okay, so I'm going to name some artists. My producer is like, you forgot to ask because she got a crush on a couple of your artists. So so I'll name them and, and, and give me a few words as, as how you would describe them because they all have their own different style. So Nikki. One of one. What about Drake? Um, He the future of the game. There's nothing going to ever touch what Drake doing. Future of the game. Anybody Definitely. better than... Drake better than... 
than Jay-Z? In today's time, yes, hands down. I don't think Jay-Z would sell the records Drake's selling, and I don't think he have. This just, Jay had had his time. He's a star. You can't. He's a superstar. You can't take nothing from him, and he's a great businessman. But for his music and selling records, right now today, it's no one in the game better than Drake. Kanye? Not better than Drake? I always looked at it that numbers don't lie. And for his numbers, nobody is putting up the numbers Drake put up. Um, Ye is good. He's great at what he do. But right now, and another person to me who had his time, and he's still a great businessman, he still do what he do. But when it comes to music right now, today, none of them is better than Drake. Nas. Another man who had great time in the game, still relevant, a great businessman, still a superstar. But there's not on that level with Drake. And I'm on the show. They'll tell you the themselves. Numbers don't lie. Tupac Biggie, who you taking? Um, Pac has been my favorite of all, always. My, he's my favorite artist of all time. I, I also love Biggie and what he spoke on. Biggie came with the fashion. And, you know, the Pac came with, you know, I'm from the project, the streets. I was able to relate to him better. But both of them, my one, two, but Pac is my favorite of all time. Okay. Jay-Z or Nas? <clears throat> I, I I like the Jay-Z because he speak that, you know, that shit I've lived, that bossy life, that flashy life. Um, Nas more militant, but still pop that shit like. Um, so, but if it was a choice, I, I like Jay-Z. Jay-Z. He more on my, what I'm off into. I think uh, what you said about Drake is really profound. I, I don't know why that most people don't acknowledge it. He he said it, but I think it's time. It's his time. It's his time. It's nothing no one could do. You can't take it from him. You got to just sit back and watch it. When you, like if you, Jay-Z, as competitive as you are, when you hear people say that, do you think he feels some type of way or do you think Jay-Z will acknowledge? No, it's Drake. Drake got it. I mean, if he acknowledge it or not, it is what it is. You don't need his acknowledgement to make a difference. You understand me? You know, so Drake seems like he he Drake. I don't know him, but he seems like he would like that acknowledgement. I don't know. I can't speak for that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, acknowledgement comes when they're getting big checks. The rest of that don't even matter. Just pay me. You heard me. Simple. I like it. I'm taking all. All I'm asking you is about your game, as I apply it to my game. Um, That's exactly just, what I'm doing. I think Drake right now is the most creative artist mm -hmm. in the game, male wise. Yeah. And Nikki, hands down, is no one even close to what she's doing on her end. But Drake, um, hands down, um, I think he on is is nothing close to me. And he's a young man still growing. Um, and he just, to me, just getting at his prime. Every day to him is a a new part of life because he's never been this prank in his life. This is what he wanted, and he finally got there. And still to grow, still have a lot to grow. Mm -hmm. But he here now, so I know he enjoying, he should be enjoying his life in every way, aspect he possibly can mm -hmm. because I've seen him grow and I've seen him work hard to get to where he at. Work hard. Stay humble. I adore you. All the time. They're giving me the rap. So that's it. That's the latest edition, to be honest. I, I don't know if they're dating. I, I think they are. 
I don't know. They're friends. They're solid friends. Uh, He's going to heal that relationship with Wayne. He's in the process because no matter what, he's his son first. You heard that here on Be Honest. And he's got a lot of projects coming up. I look forward to it. A man of the people. Or at least that's what he wants to be. Thanks for listening to this edition of Be Honest. I got some good news. Starting September 6th, the show goes to two hours. Sports Center Coast to Coast, or the Coast, whatever you want to listen to, because we call it the Coast. Sports Center Coast to Coast is two hours starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you guys tune in. 11 to 1 Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. See y'all. Thanks for listening to Be Honest with Carrie Champion. For more great podcasts, check out ESPN.com slash PodCenter.